Smartcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to another edition of Sideline Sports. Joined by Jake, John, and tonight's special guest, Cool McCain of PlayCallerSportsTalk.com. We're brought to you by Score No Score app. Download it on the Google Play Store or the Apple uh, iTunes Store. Make sure you download it. That app had a lot of fun playing it this weekend uh, during the San Fran Rams game. People like San Francisco scored like every possession. Like the Rams, who cost me a lot of coins. Um, so make sure you download that. You may catch us on there. Uh, but let's start off tonight, Jake, with what's going on in the NFL. Well, you want to talk about you. You want to talk about uh, teams that cost coins and cost problems. Let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers because wow, you're gonna you're gonna start there. We're gonna I gotta, I got Come on, come on. Wow. Look, Cool will be happy to talk about that. He's an Eagles fan. I guarantee you, Cool. I'll ask you first of all: Are you a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers by any means? I'm sure you're not. Absolutely not. And see, he'd be happy. I'm to a talk one team man. See, and you, I know, I know enough about the the Pennsylvania rivalries to know that if you're an Eagles fan. You don't like the Steelers. It's just like if you're a Giants fan, you don't like the Jets. Now, I, I admit it's different. I know the Steelers and Eagles have a little more of a, a strenuous relationship, if you will. But with that said, Giants fans don't like the Jets. We, we, we don't root for them. So let's talk about this because they're the only team to have not beaten the Lions. And this game was beyond pathetic. I mean – I don't like to, to harp and razz on a team, but this was just bad. I mean, you're, you're pouring salt in the wound. You're pouring salt in the wound. I, I personally wouldn't have bet on this game if I was a betting man. Just saying. Listen, it's, a, it's a suicide pool. You got no choice. You can only use each team once for the season. It's the Lions. You got to beat the Lions. That it's felt like an easy bet. I agree. Uh, that bet sounds just like suicide. Well, that's why oh, they call it a suicide yeah. pool. <laughs> The worst thing about the game for me is Jared Goff had 114 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and still Mason Rudolph could not outplay that. Uh, exactly. I would agree that that's a problem. I mean, I have a buddy of mine. He's a Steelers fan. He sat here through basically the entire game and watched with me. And as a Giants fan, who had we had a bye week on this week, we couldn't lose again. That's going to be three Sundays in a row we can't lose because the week before we beat the Raiders. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that was – was that the week? Yeah, yeah right. That yeah. was last week. Yeah. Then this weekend we don't play, and next weekend we play the Bucks. so we play them on Monday night. We can't lose three Sundays in a row. As a Giants fan, this is like Christmas early. Uh, so we're watching this game, <laughs> and I just kept saying, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I know how this feels as a Giants fan. I am consistently used to this – this kind of pain that you're feeling right now, I understand it. As as a fan of, of that team, 
I don't know how anybody watched that. I mean, that game was terrible. I mean, it was I great the, defensively. Was it? Man, yeah, it was a great defensive game. You don't like don't old school games? Are you kidding? What? What defense? But what do you mean, was defense? it more that it was defense. great defensively? Swift was or just so bad offensively. I think it was both. It was, it was offensive was ineptitude. Guys like he was a hot knife through butter. But you guys, you guys look at football like if if there's no points scored, it's a bad game. You don't look at it like defense. Maybe the defense played really well. I mean, the Steelers' run defense was really Dude, bad. Are you Nobody really gives. A- you say this is a bad game. The Lions ran for over two hundred yards against the Steelers. That's impressive. Right. So where's the how's that? How is that not impressive? How is that not still three hundred yards of offense? But how's that not impressive? That's not impressive. When a team goes to Pittsburgh and runs for two hundred yards in in Pittsburgh on the Steelers' defense, that's that's I would impressive. Like to address this really quickly. Chris, first of all, thank you. Second of all, I gotta do the show, my man. This this takes precedent over everything. Uh, Chris is an he's old friend of mine. He's an old friend of mine from high school, so he's razzing on me. I know, but you know what? Take my fan card. Go for it. I gotta he's show it. I gotta. You. I gotta be. I gotta be professional here. Back to what you're saying. On you. How did that? Uh, how fantasy go for you this week? You know what? I'm ten and zero. In one league, one league. One you're league, dead I'm last ten- in another league. Hey. In three leagues, I have the best record of all three of us out of the three out of me, JB, and John. Cool. But you I, have a league where you're dead last, leagues, so. and JB has a league where he's dead last. And I have a league where I haven't been beaten. What's your point? Just saying, I'm not dead speak. last in any league. And you're also not undefeated. Neither of you are undefeated yeah, in well, any league. So what's your nine point? Nine and one in one league. Nine and one. Don't he he gets it. All that matters is that 10 and 0. See, he gets it. He gets I don't know who I don't know who this guy is, but he's obviously from Jersey. He just took he your fan card. He can't say all that's that matters okay. at ten and no after he that's takes your okay. fan card. That's <laughs> yeah, a that's a double standard. Uh, hey, that's okay. That's now okay. you're out of ten order, Christian abs- Pulp. You're out of order. hundred percent most important league. He is out of order. John, you're out of order, buddy. Look, I'm the only undefeated team in any of those leagues. I'm not sitting here saying my team is the best. John, I want to talk about fantasy. If you want to go down this route, John, you lost by point two. You two lost yards. by two yards, John. But I'm I mad at you. I'm mad at you because the team you played is in second place with a nine and one record. Not all and of us I'm can play a team John, that didn't do their lineup. John, John, all you had to do was get two more yards. I'm going. I was. John, I watched that game. Oh, if Elijah how do you think Mitchell, I feel? If Elijah Mitchell gets the first down, gets those like two or three extra yards, yeah. you win the match. Yeah, you're telling me. I know. John, I never thought I would say this. I was rooting for you. Oh, we I lost. Wanted... We lost cool. That, that's not that's cool. Cool, cool, obviously, is not impressed with John Steve. He said. I'm out. Look, John, I, I never thought I'd say this, but I was rooting for you to win. I needed Thank you, you to win that. Thank you. Because I needed to I need oh, to, we didn't I, talk about uh on, we didn't I talk about get JB cushion. getting beat by his fiance. JB didn't play. Oh, I didn't I didn't lose. I played I her. Huh? I lost. No, in another league. No, I won. She said I beat you, baby. She's talking to me, probably. <laughs> I was talking. Is she talking yeah. to you? Yeah, I assume so. I don't think any of the leagues it, I it I tracks. Yeah, fan uh, tracks. I don't think fan tracks. I won. Yeah, JB won. won his match. I knew that. Winner, 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 chicken dinner. And well, then, then I she's played, wrong. 
I played Deb in our other league, and I lost to her. Deb, I need you to chime in, but I believe she was talking to me. She probably should yep. put a comma after the U and then like an exclamation point after the baby, just to separate that. <laughs> John's looking for punctuation on, on the messenger. This is great. John is the grammar police today. Thank you. Me yeah, and my overrated, uh, right. we gotta, I believe cranberry sauce is overrated for Thanksgiving next week. Oh, we're going to have this conversation. This is a conversation that I think you two need to have. Um, <laughs> I don't know who this is supposed to be aimed at. I'm quite confused. I don't know if she was referring to me as that, as a joke, or if she really meant that as you. And in which case, you are considered the other one, which kind of sucks to be you then. So either way, this doesn't sound like a great scenario if it's you. Uh, definitely not me because I'm a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Except for the Steelers. Ten and all. Ten and all. Back to the Steelers. Back to the Steelers. Yes, please. Ah, see, John, I I, I was right. I was right. I I don't think it's a bad game. That means you're the other one. You need to have a talk. That sounds a little. (laughs) I'm concerned for you. I don't think it's a bad game uh, with the Steelers when when you see the Lions who are uh, winless put up 200 rushing yards on the Steelers' defense. To me, that's an impressive feat. I mean, you go in there. I don't care if T.J. Watt got hurt or not. It's still impressive to do that on the road. They gave the Steelers a fight. You know, that's impressive from this Lions team that they didn't back down. I mean, that's a hostile environment, and they still gave you know gave it their all. Their quarterback's not a good quarterback, but that's quite the defensive effort from their defense. I don't think that's the point of what we're making here. No, I'm just saying, like, if I'm going to look at this game. You you said it was a good defensive game, but yet the Lions had 200 rushing yards. Yeah, that that's that's, impressive, but you could still play good offensively, not defensively. You can bend but not break. Pretty much. Right, but that's a good offensive thing, not a good defensive thing. Yeah, that is a good offense, but you could play good defense and somebody play good offense. Right, but here's the thing. The Steelers didn't play good offense. They played garbage offense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. So how can you say it was a good defensive game? If, if the Steelers' defense let up 200 rushing yards, that's a negative. If the Steelers' offense played garbage, meaning the Lions' defense wasn't the sole reason they played poorly, where is the good defense? I'm waiting. And they held it. them to 16 points. That's Sean, you that's held, good. No, no, no. No. You held Mason they, Rudolph. They bent, but they didn't break. Points. They bent to but they John, didn't break. Okay, John. Rudolph John. back on his way to yes. John, come on, dude. It's Mason Rudolph. Now, if you exactly. did this with Ben Rogers, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. matter. It does matter. It definitely matters. Is Najee Harris still there? Is Najee Harris still does there? Harris, can, he play, can he play quarterback? He does basically does anyway. He basically does anyway. But can he? And he can. <laughs> does All he play do quarterback? Is, all they do is dump off to him anyway. That's cool. all they do. I'm sorry do. to deal with this. He likes to avoid questions that he knows the answers. No, or he's going to lose in that situation. What do they normally do with Big Ben? They probably would pass they, a little uh, more effective. They get more than they did from Mason Rudolph. That's well, Mason sure. Rudolph is a backup for a reason. Right. He is. That's the point we're making. So, yeah. But Ben right. Roethlisberger is close to that level, too. No, nah, Ben's not close <laughs> no. to that level. He's yeah. bad. That, he he's may bad. be bad, but Mason Rudolph is a choice. Right, so I'm going to make this really easy. Let's talk about this game. How bad was it? I mean, every time the Steelers terrible. had a chance to win, they just shot themselves in the foot. Bad snap, two fumbles. I'm, I'm going to say this. Overtime. I think the biggest mistake, the main reason the Steelers lost, they didn't run the ball enough. It was It's a real simple fact. The game, it was raining. Mason Rudolph was the quarterback. And I remember, I was with my friend. We were eating dinner. 
I saw he's my friend that's a Steelers fan, my friend Alex. I said, dude, you're not gonna believe this. I said, you know, take a guess. Somebody important on your team is out. And he has a joke with, you know, he and I have a joke that there are basically four important players on the Steelers. Najee Harris, TJ Watt, Chris Boswell, and Big and Big Ben. And that's I mentioned Deontay Johnson. Yeah. What? What He's not that big of a player when he's getting the ball from Mason Rudolph. Exactly. But (laughs) the point is, the joke is. Oh, well, the ball did get sailed over his head a bunch of times. The joke that we have is TJ Watt is the best defensive player they have. He's the most disruptive. Chris Boswell is, I mean, by default, the best special teams are, but he's a, he's a great kicker. He really is almost automatic. He's he's a great kicker. Najee Harris is, he speaks for himself. And Big Ben, he's important because he's the quarterback. So the joke was is that, you know, he, he's running to us. I said, which of your important players out? He goes, Najee Harris, TJ Watt, Chris Boswell picks Big Ben last. And I go, yeah, Big Ben's out. The moment he said, I go, I'm going to tell you right now. I said, I have no idea what the money line was. I have no idea any of that. I said, not only am I taking the Lions on that side of the bet if I'm betting, I'm also taking the Lions to at least tie this game, if not beat you. I said, you're not winning this game. Why? Because Mason Rudolph is not good. Their game plan wasn't going to change, which it didn't. They didn't adjust to run the ball as much as they needed to, especially in a rainy game where (laughs) passing was already going to be a difficult uh, scenario for them with Mason Rudolph. It became even harder in the rain, but they didn't adjust to run more. The main reason the Lions kept themselves in that game, I believe they ran with uh, DeAndre Swift, I want to say over 30 times, and Najee Harris, I think, ran for about 22 uh, attempts. And I, I, it's, it's something around those numbers. And then Detroit also ran, I believe, an additional between... Don't think, forget the rookie. Yeah, the rookie that say, they had. I think I was going to say really like well. seven to ten times, somewhere in that range, with their other backs. They ran the ball probably close to 40 times. The Steelers, I think, maybe hit 30 with all their backs. That's the difference. The Steelers, when they needed to run the ball to chew up the clock and to basically end the game, they didn't. And and that's it. That's why the Steelers lost this game. They didn't play well, but they weren't going to play well with Mason Rudolph. But if they ran the ball more and they did it timely, they would have won the game easily. The Lions weren't going to stop them. And that's that's why I say this game was so bad. Not because of just the play, but the ball was terrible. It was it, it was infuriating. <laughs> Listen, I feel sorry someone, for anyone who watched that entire game, but I know people for, did. I did. Someone, it was terrible. For someone who had Pittsburgh in the suicide pool, <laughs> watching that was torture because they had that game four times. And every time when it changed, I'm sitting there and you saw it happening. You know when you're just watching – a horror movie, you know, like a Friday the 13th or yeah. a Nightmare on Elm Street. You know what's going to happen next. You like, know what's about to happen. Don't go into the basement. Don't separate from your friends. You know that you're about to get killed. I'm sitting there. Hold on to the ball. Fumble. Bad snaps coming. The rain's coming down. He's Mason Rudolph's in shotgun. The snaps 10 feet over his head. And you're watching. It's like, oh, it's just horrible. Absolutely. And that's why I said it was such a bad game. The play calling was the worst part. The Steelers should have won that game at least three times. I honestly was, believe that. It was that kind of week in the NFL, though. I mean, it, it was. started with it started with the Thursday night game, Miami beat Baltimore. You know? That was a definite shock. That was, yeah. And it just continued. I mean, the AFC West is cannibalizing itself. The NFC West. 
they're cannibalizing each other out yeah. there. The Rams lost last night to the 49ers. You know, it's just an epidemic with the way what's happening. Arizona yeah. without Kyler got destroyed. JB, you want to talk about that real quick? Cam, he's back apparently. Cam, Cam he's back. Yes, he is. I got to tell you, that was awesome. I mean, I don't care if you like Cam or not. Two touchdowns and two plays, good for him. I can tell you the city of Charlotte went crazy for Cam. <laughs> I was going to say. Got, that I was, was going to ask definitely. you, how was that? Yes. I can only imagine how that was. Yeah, he's got man. something to prove. He's got a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think if he's given the opportunity, he's going to show some. You know, He, he yeah. wants to play. I mean, Bill Belichick has nothing but positive things to say about him, right? And the only reason yeah, he yeah. really let him go was because he felt like Mac Jones was going to be his guy. So, I mean, Absolutely. there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing so, absolutely wrong. So with that. stupid. So stupid. I mean, why? Why would I, I said this last night? Why would you let go if if your team is what is six and four with Mac Jones, who's game managing? I mean, he makes some throws, but he's game managing. They're playing really good defense, running the ball really well for the most part. That's what they're doing. Cam gives you dual threat and throwing the ball. Why would you not keep that and let Mac Jones learn from a veteran who's won an MVP and been to a Super Bowl? If your team can be six and four with what they're at now with game managing. I think Cam would definitely be better than Mac I'll Jones. You, I'll tell you why. He'd be more I, formidable. I, I, think I don't I understand why. it. First of all, I get Cam, why, but Cam it's did not look good when he played for the Patriots. It just no. something wasn't working there. But you didn't give him a chance just, this year. I, on, he he but, came off of COVID last year, and I know he was terrible last year. And I'm the one that but, I, I'll tell you about it. But they but didn't give the him thing, a chance. John, we we call Mac Jones a game manager, but right now he looks like he might be the best quarterback out of this draft. Through oh, this stop it. Record wise, he's winning. He's oh, he's right winning. Now. They're winning. Right now. They're right winning now. because they're right playing now, who's defense. Better? Out of that draft, right now, based on play, who's been better? Trevor Back Lawrence York. hasn't. Back Justin huh? Fields hasn't. Actually, I, I like Trey Justin Lance Fields hasn't. better than Mac Jones so far. I like what I've seen at despite, despite the Matt Nagy holding him back. I like I like the progression that Justin Fields no. has shown. I think Mac is better. He's in see. a better situation, well, yeah. But what about what what about the number one pick, uh, Trevor Lawrence? He's actually played really well Lately, on a crappy team with the crazy coach. With the crazy played better. But but I said this last night on the sports arena again about Trevor Lawrence. I said my knock on him coming out of college was he's going to have to be able to get used to losing. He's never lost in his life. He's never been a loser. So he has to humble himself and get used to losing in the NFL because he's going to have a lot of it the first two or maybe three years before the Jags potentially get good. Can he, can he accept that? Because he's never lost in his life. It's always been win, 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 win. And you know, he's arrogant. He's an He's a cocky guy. I mean, I get that you win all your life. That was always my knock. That's my concern. It still is my concern because you see that he gets frustrated. Can he lead the team? I want to see how he does in the off season. I mean, we knew this year was going to be a bad year for the team. We knew that. But in the offseason, how does he adjust and look at the tape? How does he come back in year two after having such a humbling first year in the NFL and adjusting to the speed? Because typically rookies don't adjust to the speed the first year. How does he adjust year two is what I'm interested in. I don't care about this year. I, I don't care. We know it's going to happen. So that's what I want to see out of Trevor Lawrence is year two. How does he take that leap? from the lumps he's taken now and what does he do in the offseason? That's what I'm curious to ask. But shouldn't that be shouldn't that be the thing for all the quarterbacks? Because the thing about a but, guy like Matt Jones who's played well, 
Now you get a season full of tape on Mac Jones. So but now yeah, defenses yeah. get a chance to say, okay, this is what Mac Jones does well. This is what he doesn't do well. This is but his I, mannerisms when he's in the shotgun, when he's going to throw, when he's going to run, different things like that that he gives away. So I, I didn't, for me, I didn't it's have always, to worry. I didn't have to worry about the humbling for Justin Fields or Trey Lance or any of those guys. Trevor Lawrence was the guy that was the one knock I was concerned about was can he humble himself while he lo- while he wins one or two games a year? Can he do that? And if he can, and if he can overcome the goofiness that is Urban Meyer, if he can do both of them things somehow, I think he'll be an elite quarterback one day. But he's got to be able to overcome Meyer and being able to lose, taking that on the chin like a man. If he could do that, then I think it'd be all right. Well, I mean, you know, I agree there, but can't we kind of say at least some of those things about Mac Jones? He comes from Alabama. That's a team that's that's always a winning organization. So if you kind of look at it, he's in a a similar situation as far as mind state. (laughs) But he did have Nick State. He's looking good. He's looking okay right now. But at the end of the day, you know, it's still it's still the beginning of his rookie year. And I like to always wait till year two. Yeah. Because I like to see year three is when when you find out if they're a bust. I agree. Yeah, I like to wait because I like to see those differences. I like to see yep. when people know who what they're going to do and how they can um, adjust their games once people have adapted to what they can and can't do. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, I, I, I honestly think I honestly think the team of the week this week were the Giants. We didn't go out of lose. Yeah, you know? <laughs> they, they played well. They were sitting on the couch on Sunday, had the best dinner out. You know, did he get into any trouble? No headlines of the New York media. Hey, it's this good. Week. Nobody arrested. It's what we like to Nobody see. Injured. You ain't going to give them Eagles love? Oh, hold on. But I want to go back to the rookie quarterbacks thing for a second. I would just like – I think Mac Jones deserves some credit. Not only is he winning the most, okay, but, but forget that. He's playing the best. He's got the most yards. He's got the best uh, touchdown to interception ratio. He's the most accurate. He's been the best quarterback. Whether you call him a game manager or not, he's been better than all the rest. He's the only one over 2,000 yards. He is, I believe, the only one uh, with almost a perfect two-to-one ratio in terms of touchdown to interception. Uh, And I believe he might be the only one with actually – he is the only one uh, of Jones, Fields, Lawrence with triple-digit touchdowns. Question, question. Would he do this – if he had Matt Nagy as his coach in Chicago. No. Exactly. No, thank you. Thank you. There, thank you. Hold That's on. all that needs Hold to be on. said. That's all that needs to be is said that right Justin there. Fault? No, that I'm Justin just Fields? saying, if exactly. you put Justin Fields on the New England Patriots, he would be doing better than Mac Jones is right now. He would be killing it because he would actually be in a competent, competent John, organization John, who's on, not going to put him out to dry like Matt Nagy has. You, you, you take any quarterback that was on on the Bears and put them on a different team and they'll be better. I mean, that's, <laughs> no, that's I'm a pretty, just saying. Pretty fair. No, that's, I'm that's saying. Pretty fair. No, I'm saying so, if you put him so, on the Patriots, I think the Patriots fine. would be better than they are with fine. Mac Jones. But I didn't say that. I said who's looked the best to Mac Jones, I'm, and I'm not. I'm not trying to say that it's. It's because of one thing or another. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to pinpoint why. I'm just saying. Fact: Who has looked the right best? Now, In my opinion, today, the fact is it's got to be Mac Jones. There's nobody. I think better. Fields. I think Fields. Fields. Mac Jones. Mac Jones all, all day. Fields, I think Fields would be number two. I believe Fields is the best quarterback you, to come out of this draft. You don't I think the that, adversity? Hold on, hold on. I said that when the draft happened, Fields would be the best quarterback to come out of this draft, and I stick with that. He's mobile. He's got a great arm. He's got really good vision. 
he can, you know, he can throw across his body, you know, up the field. He's got all that ability that that you know a guy like Mac Jones, who's been playing the best, doesn't necessarily have, especially that mobility factor. So here's here's That's here's fine. one thing about here's one thing about it though, Jake. Here's one question I just want to ask. You. So Fields did not start at the beginning of the season, right? No. So he did not get the reps at the beginning of the season. Yeah. So he's coming in three, four, five games into the season, and now he's asked to be yeah. the guy. So he's going to have the growing pains that Mac Jones had at the beginning of the season. He's going through those now. So yep. if you if we're comparing a guy that started from game one to a guy that started four, five, six games into the season, yep. of course the guy that started game one is going to have better stats. If he doesn't, then he sucks and he shouldn't be an NFL quarterback. <laughs> That's a good you know point. what I'm saying? So what I think I mean, is I, this, though. To that, Justin Fields' first game as a starter was only his third game. It was week three. So he played in all three of those. Uh, he played in those first. And we know games. what Matt Nagy did to him in that game. Bola. Where he, he sacked what nine his, times. He played in his first two games, not entirely, minimally. In his third game, he actually played. And by his fourth game, he actually played. And the thing is, Mac Jones. You're right. He played those games. But Mac Jones hasn't had too many growing pains. He's looked since day one. Relatively since day one, decent. he got beat by Miami. He only right. put up sixteen points. He went 29 for 39, which is 74% completion percent. That's pretty good. 281 yards. That's pretty good. One touchdown, no interceptions, a 102.6 passer rating. All and 16 good points to show Hold for on. it. All go- uh, that's not only him. There's more to that than just that. But the point I'm making is that's game one. I'm just I'm talking about just statistically. Just let's look at stats. Just purely that. He didn't go through uh, growing pains in terms of being able to get the ball downfield, get the yards, get the touchdowns, make good plays. I'm not saying he was flashy and he was playing amazing, but he was accurate. <clears throat> he played relatively decent. Okay. He was a decent starting quarterback that day. That's the point. Justin Fields in his first game, even if you discount that game where against Cleveland, if we go to yeah, week that, four, that was even it. if we go to week four, yeah. Fields was only 11 for 17, 64%, almost 65. 209 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. He had an 82 passer rating. It's not as good. I'm not saying he's bad, and I understand he he deserves a a, a handicap, if you will, because of his coach. I'm not taking any of that away, but just statistically here, Mac Jones has played better than him. And you have to look at more than statistics. But the The adversity that he is going through right now, the lumps that he's taken as an NFL quarterback, that's going to that could strengthen him eventually. Being able to go through this adversity makes you can make you stronger. It can break you. And he's the type of quarterback I think will strengthen him. Mac Jones hasn't experienced that yet. He hasn't gotten punched in the mouth yet. How's he going to handle that once he gets punched in the mouth? I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm not taking any of that away. I'm just saying, if you want to talk strictly how somebody's playing, he deserves the credit. That's all. Just you gotta, you gotta use the eye test too, though. You can't just yeah. use the stats. You gotta also look. And at, I'm perfect. And look, if you want to talk what, about what's eye a, test, Mac, Mac Jones, what's is around you eye test for now? Well, he's, right, he's passing your eye test. And that's fine, but like, Fields is Fields is number one. He's a dual threat quarterback. Mac Jones is not that. I know. So Fields I, is a guy I, who I has to to know when to use his legs, has to know when to use his arm. Also, the team in Chicago is not as good. I mean, I'm not going to try to make the argument that if you put Fields in New England, he would be just as good, but he would look a lot better if he started in New England from week one, unquestioned unquestioned starter. So I'm saying, for me, it's incomplete for them both. It's not necessarily 
Fields is better or Jones is better. It's an incomplete for them both because I, are we going to look at games? Are we going to look at the team? Are we going to take all those things into account? Or are we just going to say, okay, we're only going to use the stats, right? So it depends on how we're looking at it. But think, if we're looking at the totality, I think it's an incomplete for them both. I, I think Fields cannot be properly judged at all, as a whole until Matt Nagy's gone, and yeah. I will stick by that. And I've, yeah. I, I've said basically – definitely don't disagree with that. I, I've said that basically <laughs> since the beginning. These two up top know – that I've said since the beginning, Justin Fields will be the best quarterback out of this draft, and I stick. Oh, I've said that. I actually and I, said that and as I well. Wholeheartedly have agreed with that, and I said Trevor Lawrence is good, but I feel he's a little overrated. I think he's a decent quarterback. I don't think don't... he's overrated talent wise. I just think he's in a really bad situation. He has to put it. No, it's going to take a while to put it together. I think people rate him so highly because he won so much. And well, my co-host, him. And I'm my not saying I'm not, I, agrees I, with I don't. I don't mean to take anything away from him. <laughs> I don't mean my co-host actually, agrees with you, but I'm just saying that I think everybody's like, "Oh my god, he's so amazing!" And then I watched him as a, he's good, but I don't think he's this. He's not the next Tom Brady like some people will make out to me. <laughs> I think he's a good quarterback, but he's yet to show me on the NFL level enough for me oh. to say, "Yeah, he was worth that number." Go, one. go look at Peyton Manning's rookie year. I know. Go look at Peyton Manning's. Rookie I, year I understand that. That's why I said so far. I'm saying as of now. I'm not saying all told. Okay. You will prove me wrong in time, probably. Yeah. But I'm yeah. just saying right so, now. I'm, I'm I'm very clear that it's right now. That's right true. now, none of them are of the Mahomes, Brady, Manning caliber. Not. None of those three. And I don't think any of the three will progress to that. Do I think that any of the three will win a Super Bowl? I think all three of them have the capability. I think Mac Jones would be third in that list. How are they playing today? Mac Jones, by far, is doing the best. And that's right exactly now. the point I'm making. That's all. You know? Do I think talent-wise he's the best? No. Do I think, given the given you know years down the road, who I think will be competent to take a team to a Super Bowl and win, is he my choice? No. But today, no. If you have to, if you have to ask me, which guy right now today do I want on whatever team they're on, leading them out of the tunnel and, and playing sixty minutes, I'm going to England and Mac Jones. There's no Mac Jones. Mac Jones doesn't get to play the Jets again this year, Jake. Just so you know. That's fun. That's two of his big games right there is the Jets. <laughs> so he doesn't get to play the Jets again. He's right, played not well until next year. You have to understand, in Chicago, besides Nagy being a problem, you also have the offensive line that hangs Fields out to dry. Oh, absolutely. I know. You know, so he's hampered. Trust me, I feel terrible for, for Fields. I said know. Fields would be the best quarter. I don't even remember. I said Fields would be the best quarterback. But he's in the worst situation. Remember we talked yeah. about this? I said, I said yeah. Trey Lance has the best situation, and he's a decent quarterback. And I said Mac Jones is a good, is also a good quarterback with a good situation, right? I said Trevor Lawrence situation. is also a pretty solid. He's a decent quarterback. I, I said I didn't think he was properly rated, but I said he's got a terrible situation. Yeah. And I said Fields was the best quarterback out of this draft, but he's got a terrible situation, arguably the worst, if not the yeah. second worst, only to Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. And, oh, and, so anything, and let's not forget Zach Wilson is the number two overall pick, and he's in a I, bad situation. I don't even care about him because yeah, not only geez. is his situation I mean, we're talking, bad, uh, we're talking top quarterbacks drafted. He was drafted. He might be the worst quarterback of this draft. I said, I said, I thought he was going to be the worst quarterback of the draft. Now I'll say this: for me, um, I don't understand how Justin Fields was not worst case the second quarterback off the board. So I when know. I saw the, so when I saw that, I was like, we have some scouting departments. Who are going to be in a whole lot of trouble in a couple of years yep. when they have to explain why they passed on Justin Fields or some of these other guys. I 100% yep. agree. I, I said the Jets should have taken Penny Sweat too and then drafted mm-hmm. a quarterback following year once they built up the line with him and um, 
uh, the guy they drafted last year. So that's what I thought they should have done. Build from the interior and start there. I I agree. Um, All right. Uh, I think we have another guest. So cool. Where can they find you? Uh, Any socials, anything you got, shout it out. Just want to quickly say um, shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles with the dominating (laughs) 30 to 13 win over the Denver Broncos who the week before uh, spanked a certain team in the NFC East. Not going to call any names, but everyone knows. Cool. We were both (laughs) happy about that. (laughs) Yes, sir. Um, But you can find me on Friday nights, playcallersportstalk.com, live interactive sports talk. Um, You can also find me on Thursday nights on the sip-off with Megan Price. Uh, You can find me on Monday nights on the NBA Carousel, also hosted by Megan Price. And um, on social, Twitter, Cool McCain, um, Instagram at Cool underscore McCain, and always on Facebook at Cool McCain. Appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. Cool. It's cool. always a pleasure. All right. And now, JB, we got Sean. So, JB, you, you got in contact with Sean, I believe, right? Yeah, Sean, how you doing tonight? What's up, guys? How y'all doing, man? Doing well. What's how you doing? What's going on, guys? Oh, man, it's going pretty good, man. Can't complain. Weather's good. Everything's good down here. Good. So, so. You were at the University of Texas. One of probably the greatest backfields of all time. I mean, if you go through NCAA history and find backfields, you had yourself, Ricky Williams, and Priest Holmes all the backfield at the same time. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's crazy. If you look at it now, it's crazy. If you really look at it, like as a youngster, you don't you competing with them. You know what I'm saying? You don't look at them as like Ricky Williams. Like Ricky came in as my fullback. And and Priest was my backup. So, and they had another guy named Daryl Wilson that was, you know, it was so many backs. And then they had Wayne McGarity, who who ended up playing for the Cowboys, went to play receiver, ended up they moving him. They moved him to wide out because it was just so many guys in the stable. So, yeah, man, it was crazy. It was crazy. So when you, when you were choosing colleges, I mean, you went to University of Texas, a great Great program, lots of history. What made you choose uh, UAT? Man, coming, you know, they, mainly it was like Notre Dame being shown on TV a lot. You know, like your Rocket Ishmael's, your like, you know, your Brooks, your Jerome Bettis, your, you know what I'm saying? Your, uh, what's the big back that used to play for the 49ers? Uh, the, uh, 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 man, he was, he played for Seattle yeah. too. Talked a lot of noise too, man. Uh, uh, played for the 49ers. Caught the ball at the backfield a lot. But uh, Ricky Waters, yeah, I, I, you know, I okay. like watching all okay. those guys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I like watching all those guys. And, you know, Texas wasn't on TV a lot. So, you know what I'm saying? Plus, they didn't recruit from our high school that much. And then once we start getting the ball rolling, once our high school start producing these good athletes like your Cedric Shaw's and your, you know, Kenneth Alexander, your Mario Freeman's and all those guys. Then UT start biting and coming and coming. And, man, my mother made me choose UT out of anybody. You know what I'm saying? She wanted me to stay at home. So, man, I was like, man, Oklahoma. Like, I had, like, it was crazy. Like, it happened overnight, like, almost. You know, you score these five touchdowns in high school. There wasn't no, you know, social media back then. But I'm scoring all these touchdowns. All of a sudden, all these recruits start coming out of Woodward, like Miami, Florida State. Like, I'm like, man, for real, this is a dream. I'm like, man, this is crazy. 
And so as I, you know, the season started getting better, I started getting better and better and better. And the recruits start, I mean, schools start coming, coming, coming. So I wanted to go to LSU at first. That was my dream school. I wanted to go to LSU. Then I was like, man, ah. then next thing you know, Oklahoma come. Oklahoma promised me some good things, but I, you know, I can't talk about that. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> Oklahoma, you know, Oklahoma promised me some good things, guys. So I was like, man, should I go to Oklahoma? Then NM came, and then uh, the big school came that I was uh Alabama. You know, Alabama just won that national championship with Teague and all those guys. You know, Curry and them, all those guys. I remember those linebackers and all that. So I was like, man, they coming off a national championship. Should I go to Alabama? I don't know. Should I go out of state? So it was just crazy. So I was just like, man, my mama said, you need to go to Texas so I can come see you play. I'm like, God damn, I'm, I'm all right. I ain't never signing with Texas. <laughs> That's always a good excuse. <laughs> yeah, man. Can't say it on the box. I was like, was. <laughs> when mom says to do something, you say, all right, fine. Yeah, man. Back then, I was like, you know, it was coming so quick, man. That was the one, like, the hardest decision for any kid to make is to pick, pick with school. Because these coaches, man, they'll tell you, they'll promise you anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, once yeah. I signed with Texas, soon as because I went to JUCO first, I went to Blaine Junior College. My my head coach was Willie Fritz for Tulane. I was his first recruiting class, and our recruiting class was better than the Southwest uh, Southwest Conference recruiting class because we had so many great guys at Blaine. So I was like, man. So he was like, come to Blaine, Oklahoma. Like you can come to Oklahoma and sit out for a year. And you ain't got Alabama, like, you ain't got to worry about no tests. Just come. I'm like, damn. I'm like, man, wait, 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 wait. It's crazy. So I'm having all these options. So I'm like, man, you know what? Willie Fritz promised me something good. So I ended up going to blend and the rest is history, man. It was a good time. That's awesome. So when, when these coaches promise you stuff, how many of them actually follow through? Depends on how good the player is. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're producing, like, I, I can't tell you the coaches, but, right, right, like, right. you know, but I'm like, coaches <laughs> was like, we was playing in, like, one of the one of the big games. I'm just going to say a big game. Yeah. He was like, hey, Sean, if you if you go out here, the coach know who he is. I ain't going to put yeah. him on blast. But <laughs> yeah. <he was> like, <laughs> if we win this game, I'm going to get you, uh, hey, that car you wanted, I'm going to get it. The big screen TV you wanted, I'm going to get it. <laughs> We end up losing. I cried my ass off. <laughs> what about like play, what about playing time? Like how many of them promise you playing time, like right Man. off the bat, and and actually followed through with it? They 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 do, but also you got to produce. You know, some guys they gonna give chances to until you blow it. You know what I'm saying? Like when I got to Texas, they was like we got Priest, and I wasn't and I wasn't scared of. I mean, Priest wasn't. Priest, <laughs> so like I wasn't fearing he was just none of those guy running... at that point. Yeah, like I wasn't fearing none of those running backs. Like none of them had a thousand yards. None of them. I, I felt like I was better than all. You of did them, your so first ranked. year. You did yeah, your first was, year. Oh, you, oh man, yeah. it was. If I could tell y'all the story about my, they didn't even want me to do it my first year. But uh, like they couldn't sit me down because I was. Yeah, you averaged six point two a carry. I mean, I don't know how you said that. So, yeah, like that. yeah, they was. And I, coming from JUCO All American, I was All American in JUCO, which was crazy. Like I had made like my stats in JUCO was stupid. I didn't even play like the. If you look at man, I didn't play like the first and I played no third quarters, fourth quarters. Man, I was out of the game by then because we were blowing people out. It was silly. I wish I would have known what I knew now. I would have ratted up stats, broke every <laughs> record, and and just did some crazy things. But with the time, with the coaches is they gonna they be like like when I was getting recruited by Texas, I was like man. 
I don't know what they gonna do. They promised me this. You know, they they got Daryl Wilson. So when you get there and you're working out with them and you seem like, man, if I ain't starting by the end, we didn't have the transfer protocol. But if I ain't starting by the end, I quit this school. There ain't that <laughs> one of these. Then I seen Ricky and I was like, man, he ain't got nothing I ain't got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Ricky was my roommate. I'm older than him by like a couple of years. So Ricky like seen everything I was doing. Like if you if you I mean if you look at my he start like when I left he 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 took my style I ain't gonna say nothing but he, I, I talked to Ricky out that's my little brother he know it he, we talked roommate we was roommates for so long but you know with the coaches though it's I I feel like you gotta produce like if you ain't gonna produce they're gonna give you all the opportunities especially if you're a five star they're gonna give you every opportunity till you mess it up and then once you not producing. Oh, then they're going to be like, hey, man, he ain't who we thought he was. So they're going to start cutting your time. Next thing you know, you ain't going to be serious. They're just like, all right, goodbye. Yeah, then you're not yeah. producing like they thought you was. And that's how it is, man. It's crazy. So you talking? I don't know Ricky. what's going on with my goddamn horns now, but shit. But I don't know, fellas. Sorry about my words, but dang. It's frustrating. You talk, you talk about Ricky. Are you guys still close? Are you guys still friends? I mean, have you still Yeah, man, me and Ricky, yes. What's so bad about it? I get, I'm getting ready to train the son. So... Really? You know, he got That's a son, awesome. yeah. So, yeah, he was at my gym not too long ago. Yeah, we keep in contact, man. We still cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still seems hang like out he's with doing well. Seems like yeah, he's doing well. Yeah, he's doing good. He got the he got the liquor store. He got the you know got the marijuana shop. You know, you see, he ain't on Longhorn Network no more. But <laughs> too many legal things going on. But yeah, but he's doing well, man. I, I mean, I wish all hats off to him. You know, great guy. I ain't got nothing but positive things to say about him. Like I always that's tell awesome. him, man, that's my good guy. That's my little brother, man. Much love. People try to see growing up in Austin, people were like, man, we hate Ricky. I'm like, watch out. It ain't his fault that the coach is putting the one back set in. <laughs> it ain't his fault. <laughs> but people used to go so mad, man. I'd be like, it's all right, guys. Man, that's crazy. But it is what it is. No. TV, yeah. Uh, have you thought about it. going? To, have you thought about uh, coaching, possibly at Texas or somewhere else? Man, I thought about coaching. You know what I'm saying? I I coached the, you know, I coached seventh grade, eighth grade, pop one, a lot of that stuff. My degree in coaching and stuff, but it's just, it's hard to get it. It's sometimes it's hard to get through to these kids because, matter of fact, like prime example, one of my D line coaches got on. They blew it up on social media, and one of the guys, a feminine coach, is getting on your ass like. I, it's just, it's, it's, I'd rather train them <laughs> than to go through all the frustration and, you know what I'm saying? It's just too much, man. You know, I like love, trend, I want to get the Trent yeah. Dilfer video. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you can't, whatever goes on in this house stays in this house, no matter yep. what we do, man. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's my only thing. I would love to coach, but that's my only thing is just, you know, breaking these kids down and I train them all the time so I can have fun. And I can really say what I want to and not be yeah. exposed. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Get your ass up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Give them the and, tough and, love that they yeah, need. Yeah, I can right. give them the yeah. tough, tough, yeah. tough, tough. Like, man, yeah, you know, yeah, like, like I had, days. I had nothing, I had nothing, nothing wrong in my mind with what Trent Tilford did. I actually mm -hmm. liked what he did. I think that he was just trying to get through to his to his player, trying to show him. It was a teaching moment from Trent Dilver to his student. Some people didn't like it because he kind of grabbed him and stuff, but I actually yeah, didn't I mind it that. because sometimes you need that. to do that with your, yes. with your player, because I mean, they need to, it's, I mean, your job is to teach them to prepare them for, for life. Not, After not just football. about football. Right. After exactly. Football. After football. And especially I agree. Football, I totally agree. 
there's so much going on during a game. You got to get the guy, the kids focused. You know, it's, yeah. you're not grabbing to hurt him. You're grabbing to to say focus. This is what's going on. You're not grabbing to to injure him or to belittle him. You know, it's, it's but nowadays that's what these kids. Proportion. Yeah, and nowadays you got so many. See, back then when we didn't have none of this social, you know how many guys face masks was getting pulled in practice. Guys telling them, get your ass. I mean, get you, get you, get get out, get, yeah. get out of here. You know all. Of, you know how many things I've seen in practice where coaches say, "Man, f the kid. <laughs> Let's move <laughs> over." You. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He don't want to be a fuck. Yep. Nowadays, you can't do that. You know, kids right. have so much lead pool, and they can say what they want to say, and it's next thing you know, your whole program is shut down. Parents yeah. don't like it. Like, dang, you can't even teach your kid. You can't even tell your kid nothing. But I, you know, I'm trying to provide something for him, and you still getting mad at me. Just, yeah, I mean, if I if I had a video recording of my old practices in high school, what? Forget it. You, can you imagine what they would do to their coaches nowadays? Man, you know what they do to these coaches now? <laughs> oh man, I'm uh, talking about. I'm getting titty grabbed in high school, thumbs pulled back, everything. <laughs> man, it's, it was sick. You uh, couldn't do no running until you throw up, and only thing we had yep. to drink was the cows. You know, the cows that had the water coming out. It wasn't. They weren't giving no water break. <laughs> Back yep. then, water was too bad for you. They were like, man, you can't drink that water. You're going to crap up. Oh, man, I'm, I'm dying out here. <laughs> but that's how it was, man. And if it's one messed too... up, if one messed up, you oh. all ran Cal. You all, you all. Yeah. Nowadays, I remember everybody that. look at you run by yourself. They won't even run with you. <laughs> no, the whole, if one messed up, the whole team messed up. That's how our team was. Yeah. That's how we was, man. That's how we was. That's all it is. Oh, that's why it's supposed to be. Yeah, and everybody keep blaming, like, they keep saying, man, well, we need to get rid of start, you know, coaches, coaches. But I got I, I got to say this. You got to look those players in the eyes, man, and ask them, damn, you can't make that catch. You can't make that throw. You can't make that tackle. It's up to you sometimes. You got to bite down on your mouthpiece. <laughs> You're right about that. Um, oh. Yeah, Jamie, yeah, go. Yeah. No, go. I was oh. going to say, do you have any more questions? So what was your most memorable moment playing for Texas? My memorable moment playing at Texas, man. Getting a thousand yards. Something that ain't happened in ten years. Not getting, you know, having a prime time back like like my fullback was a true running back. He wasn't a fullback. He won the he won a Heisman Trophy. <laughs> he wasn't a fullback. So to get he just a thousand yards, a fullback. <laughs> yeah, but he he was. Hold on, hold on. But he had to play fullback for me. But he wasn't a fullback. But to get a thousand yards, you know what I'm saying? To do something like in ten years, and all the running backs that came through that couldn't get a thousand, you know, I chunked that up, man. You know what I'm saying? Doing never touching the ball over twenty times. Come on, I never grabbed the ball over twenty times. Efficiency. People always hear that. I got to tell that story. <laughs> I just, I, it, it was, you know. Nowadays, you got backs that getting three hundred and fifty carries. Roach, um, the back that's at Texas now got. 40, I would dream to get 34 carries in college. <laughs> that's 350 yards. So what's your thoughts on, on all the conference realignment with Texas and Oklahoma? Gotta go to the I FCC. feel like I feel like that's, that's a good idea because I was telling kids, I tell my kids now, if I had an option to go to Texas nowadays and A&M nowadays, I would go to A&M because they're in the SEC. And it ain't, it's a business deal because A&M – you go A&M and, and, and average 700 yards 
against all those good teams then you go to texas and you go 1200 yards they're gonna draft that running back from alabama just off the strength of the program he played it so what so what do you think about college players finally getting paid now well, college what do you think about always that been getting paid. they always been getting paid. no right right but but, but yeah. like the deals that they're <laughs> the deals that they're able to make yeah, now, yeah, yeah and they're yeah. finally getting compensated like they should oh. be that's I mean, legally, I mean that's what you live for. Me and, I, me and Ricky was talking like, can you imagine? Because they was calling us the BMW backfield. Can you imagine being sponsored by BMW? BMW? Man, oh. hold on. We was the wow. BMW. Come for, on. Forget what that coaches were telling you. What Whatever car your coach promised you, you got free BMWs for all three of you. Oh, right. of course. We, we, we riding in style. You can't tell us nothing there, fellas. We all got our own build, though. We're doing everything with the likes and all this good things you get to make now. Oh, man, sponsorship. And I'm from Austin. I'm going to I'm finna have every steakhouse. I'm, oh, man, I'm going to live it up. I'm the best thing ever come through here. So <laughs> I got to live it up, guys. You would have been living the, living the dream, right? Oh, man, I would have oh, been living the dream. Oh, man, getting paid. I mean, they was trying to sneak. I was scared to get. They were sneaking money up under the door back then. I was scared to touch it. I was like, oh, for real? Oh, this is serious? Okay. Y'all didn't hear that from me, fellas. No, we all Y'all we all know. That. We I mean we all, we all know, know that that's, that's how, how it's goes. always been in college. Right. Yeah. Like those handshakes are for real. <laughs> those booster handshakes, they, they are hey, for yeah, real. Yeah, that ain't fake. <laughs> that ain't fake, man. That's why <laughs> there's more to that like handshake than just just a handshake. There's there's a little money. Yeah, in between. it's the handshake to go to you can get to my restaurant. You can you can whatever you you're free to get whatever you need as long as you can throw you, that pass or catch that man, ball. Or, yep. As long or block as that tight that, end. They always they gonna that's always right. have love for you, man. That's what that's, I love. You know that's like Texas is almost like a professional. I mean, it's a professional by itself. The college we don't got no pro team. So when you do something good, then that's why Vince Young loves it so much down here. That's why I always thought Blue Chips was like one of my favorite movies about college oh, yeah. sports. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in, in that parody, there, there's a lot of truth to it. And you have all the, you know, basketball coaches in there doing that into the movie. And it's like, they're really they don't doing really do that, that, do they? Yeah. You know they do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they do. Yeah. You know, movies, movies bring out the best. I mean, movies really show a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Especially at Blue Chip, it was really showing how them. Basketball players, basketball players always been getting paid. They get paid more than all of us because, you know, they get they get max money. I mean, yeah, there's a smaller amount of them. Yeah, Yeah. so you don't you don't got to spread it out amongst a football team, just a small basketball team. But when I did see Patrick Mahomes get that four hundred million, I almost went crazy. Oh lord, (laughs) four hundred? They gave him who you gonna pay else? Right. I should have learned how to throw the football. I don't know what I would Man, do. who are you telling? I wish I could have played quarterback. I should have stayed there. <laughs> yeah. But quarterback made me go back to running back. I cracked my kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Do you have any other questions or anything else? No, before no. we wrap up. No, nope, yeah. I, I think that's it. I appreciate you. Thank yeah, you for fun. coming Thank on. You. Hey, really man, appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all, man. It's been fun, man. Anytime y'all need me, I'm here for y'all, man. Have fun. Absolutely. Well, it's a pleasure. We're, I'm sure we'll see you on the Scordo Score app as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, we definitely getting that in, man. We definitely got to bring that out. We got to bring that out here one day, man. Let y'all play it, man. It's a very fun game, man. It, it, hey, we're going to try to blow that thing up. When we, we're trying to blow Absolutely. it up. 
that's what we're all about we're we're all about that yeah man we want y'all help too man so once we can all get on we all need to play it just like this we all sit on our phones you got it you know what i'm saying we we can gamble a little bit but y'all it's just like college football back in the 90s exactly hey man the 90s was the best years guys golly man i love the 90s man i can't go back you see the grin my beard but y'all guys have a good night, man. Thanks for talking to y'all, man. Y'all bless y'all. Thank you, Sean. Thank you again. Have a great night. All right, guys. All right, we got a couple minutes before we got to wrap up. I know there's one thing I really want to quickly just fit in. It's we don't have to make a lengthy discussion. Baseball news, John. There's one big thing that happened today, and it's not even that big, but it's it's big because it's the off season. Noah Syndergaard to the Angels. Christian McCaffrey's twin brother goes to the Angels. <laughs> Because they both live in the blue mountains. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're making. I, I know because they're always hurt. Yeah, I was I was talking to somebody today about it, and I said it's can a nice idea, a, but it doesn't mean anything to me because he's going. Can be we hurt. get a blue medical tent for baseball players? I would really enjoy that. <laughs> I mean, it would make the injuries a lot more uh, dramatic, more dramatic, more, dram- more fun. Yeah, that broken <laughs> leg's a lot more fun. <laughs> the blue tent. Oh, there goes Mendegard going to the blue tent again. I mean, you don't make it more dramatic whenever you're watching the World Series. Put yeah. it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really fit in. They're, gonna, they're trying to speed up the Why not? No. Send him the medical no. tent. Bring him back. No, no, no. And in baseball, they should be able to take players out of the game and then put them back in whenever they want. You should be able to re-enter a game just like football and basketball players do and hockey players. Why in baseball? Why in baseball should they never be able to come back in? Why? I don't like it. Why? I Why think, not? I think the I other think sports you could come back in. So I think it should be this way though. If like specifically for batting order, they only can come back in obviously at the same spot they were previously. No yeah. matter what. Yeah, that's if fair. they were number five in the lineup, they gotta come back at number five. Yeah, so they can't one. move Chris Davis or whatever right. just, number you know, one. You can't just keep they moving him to just get him to bat <laughs> next. That wouldn't be fair. <laughs> we'll they take it there and judge and just keep moving him around. Right. And this is called the Savannah Bananas, guys. We we talked about this before. Go, I love the Savannah Bananas. Hey, what's They're wrong with favorite. them? That's they probably love score no score as well. They make baseball. Everybody loves score no so much score. more. Fun. Yes. Love, listen, you're out of order if you don't like score no score. If you like That's the Savannah true. Bananas, I thought you were saying I'm out of order. I go, what do they do? I go, I'm just saying the Savannah Bananas are fun, and we're saying score no score is good. What did I do wrong here? I I, I sat here and did nothing. Score, score no score is the best. No it doubt is. about it. The, the Savannah fun. Bananas. Yeah. But but what's wrong with being able, as long as you follow Jake's rules, come back in in a baseball game. I don't see why in the it. other sports can you come back in, but baseball's the one sport because, you can't. Because the whole idea is you have a limited roster. You have so, more guys on your roster per capita with baseball as opposed to the other sports. Basketball's so, a limited roster. What twelve people? Yes, but no, no. With the amount of people you need, baseball you need nine guys playing at once. But if you have the DH, it's ten, right? Right. You only have two guys per thing. So you, once you start switching out, what do you can always? Uh, it doesn't work with baseball. I'm I, I'm with John, and I hate saying that. It hurts me, but I would agree. Uh, I mean, you're out of order. Yeah, but, but there's no order. reason not to do it. It doesn't make sense. I mean, if a guy gets hurt, let's say he's just got cramps, he comes out for an inning, and he comes back in the next. What if inning. he goes to the blue medical tent? For an inning, yeah, he, he wants to come back. He just needs some. He just needs a banana 
He needs some why, electrolytes. Seriously, he's just got leg cramps. That's it. It's a hot and now day. Now he's out of the it's game humid. for good. Now he's out of game five for right. of the World Series for good. No, but just can, middle of summer. Hold on, middle of he summer. Can man right? up. He can man up. Get through the half inning, and the half hour the other team's batting, he can get. Oh, but why? But why can what a football player? Why can a football player get hurt, leave the game for a quarter, and then come back? Why is that allowed? He should be out of that's the game, the, right? That's the rules of football. He should be out of the game. Right, and that's what we're that's saying. The that they I so also why will say this. Throw a forward pass Hold on, I'll say this. I'll <laughs> say this. Throw a forward if, pass. <laughs> if you take a player out, they must be out for the full inning. So if you take them out in the top of the seventh, they can't like say, "Oh, I'm fine," and then bat in the seventh. That wouldn't be fair. That would be wrong. That's I fair. Object. Out of order. I think that's completely fair. The way it should work is very simple. If the batter can catch the ball and throw it over the fence, it's a home run, right? <laughs> He doesn't have to swing the bat anymore. That's a long throw. I'm not going to lie. It's a long throw. If he can, throw he can stand at home, home plate. plate. I mean, you know what? I would be okay with that because, honestly, if you can throw from there all the way, like, 300-plus feet. All right, guys. I'm taking over the show right now because they've got off the deep end. And we're taking the show back. Uh, if you can throw 300-plus feet. I think you deserve a home run all day. I think, screw it. You know what? I'm you might throw it. your arm out. I'm, but... I'm going to say this. It's an automatic win if you can throw it over. From well, home stand point. at home and toss it over the big green monster. Exactly. Good luck. Good luck. Well, it's not, it's not just throwing it. You have to catch it from the pitcher first. Hmm. Exactly. So it's yeah. even harder. Now. So, so now the pitcher's got to catch it with his bare hand and throw it? That's what you're saying? No, we can catch it yep. with a glove. What no, glove? What? The batter? The batting the batter. gloves? The batter, yes. The Why batter not? can't catch it with a glove. He can't put a glove on. No, no glove. No. So he's got to catch it with glove. his bare hand from a 100-mile-hour fastball. Glove. Is he supposed to just break his hand? <laughs> That's what I was confused well, about. Well, you've got to pick the right pitch. You can't do it on a fastball. <laughs> so what is it a strike if he goes to catch it and he misses? If it's a strike, it interference? Right, How does I, this work? I, I'm muting JB, and I'm just going to say it because you're out he's, of order. We're, we're done with this. This is uh, it. We went we off are, the deep the end. Show, he went off the deep end. Yeah, really. I thought, I mean, this is ridiculous. I'm ending the show here. Okay. We're running out of time as is, but I, I don't I don't want to hear this this baloney anymore. I'm done. This is. Our magic catching a roll to Chapman fastball to the fingers. I mean, seriously. Well, you want to do it yeah, on that. Just, you, would do it, you would do it on an off speed pitch. How do you know well, it's an off speed pitch? And does it you count know, as a hit batter? No, it's not a hit. No, it doesn't? It would have to be like, you know. No, but what if he stands in the batter's box and gets plunked? Does he say, well, I – do they go to the tape? Do they throw the red challenge and go to the tape and look whether he was – whether he was, uh, you know, he was trying for a catch or if he was just standing there? How does that work, JB? How? See, these are the things you haven't thought about. It's very simple. No hit batsman. Oh, so no hits, Batman. I'm going to plunk people in the head. doesn't count as a hits, Batman. I'm going to throw 100 miles per hour right at their face. You're not going to catch the 100 mile an hour. And they had intent because they put their hands up to stop it. So technically they were going to the catch. No, Jamie, they're going to catch it with their face and it's going to break their jaw. That's good. If they can get up and then toss, how long do they have to toss it once they get plunked? No, they're going to catch it on a fly. You can't hit the ground. Oh, okay. So now we need challenge. We need replays where you can throw the oh, red geez. flag and stuff. All make right. sure it didn't hit the ground. Guys, listen, this if is you ridiculous. have a better way of doing it, email us. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Coming across. We're, 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 we're out of time, basically. 
John, where can they find you, buddy? I'm sorry we uh, have to devolve into this madness. <laughs> Fox Sports, 1340 AM. Sideline Sports, of course, you know. DBNA Television, Cardiac Kane, and Finn Fanatical. And Finn Sided Sports Arena, Monday and Wednesday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Alex Fleming's NFL Carousel, Thursday nights, 7 to 8 Eastern Time, because we never forget Alex Fleming. Of course, like I said, Sideline Sports, Blue Hawks 13 Twitter. This is the most important place with the most important face. Uh, I got away with it before Jake could JB, JB, where can they find you? I don't want to hear it, John. JB underscore the program on Twitter. Obviously, Sideline Sports, DBNA Television. Every day, make sure you're watching Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. Uh, everywhere. The program on the Believe Network, both sides of the coin, starting tomorrow, right here on Sideline Sports. Yes. Uh, the NBA Carousel, which I produced, Alex Fleming's NFL Carousel, Carousel San Diego Chargers. I don't know where else I'm going to be, but I'm everywhere. This is San Diego. This is old man brain. I'm still in San Diego. We're not going to LA. You don't have any fans there. All right. JB, I'm going to LA. You're done. All right. You guys can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Jake underscore Malik. You guys can find me here on Sideline Sports every Tuesday night, 8.30 when we go live. You can find Sideline Sports on DBNA television. And most importantly, as you see on the bottom of your screen, as always, all the places Sideline Sports is, Instagram and Twitter at Sideline Sport 1. We have a Facebook page and a group. Check out both. Uh, YouTube and Facebook, Sideline Sports. There you go. DBNA television, Instagram, uh, excuse me, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that great stuff. On score, no score, basically everywhere. You never know where we're going to be. Guys, anything else? Yeah, make sure you wake up every morning 4 a.m. with your Dunkin' Donuts coffee, like I like Dunkin' Donuts coffee, Folgers coffee. You want coffee and us every morning? All right, guys, have a good one. John's just extending this. I like to dunk my donuts in my coffee. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric out.